Hi, and welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. Throughout the season, we will be bringing you uncut audio primarily from press conferences, but also from interview breakout sessions. This first episode comes from Ryan Day's press conference on Friday, August 2nd, the first official day of the 2019 Ohio State Fall Football Camp. In it, he discusses his timeline, or lack thereof, for naming a starter at quarterback, his lofty expectations for the defensive backs under Coach Halfley, his transition from being a coordinator and interim coach to being the man full-time for the first time, and much more. If you are finding this podcast on the website, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, because we will be bringing you a ton of audio coverage during the season from every imaginable perspective. Also, make sure that you are following us on Twitter to get all of the updates from Land Grant Holy Land. You can find us there at LandGrant33. You can also find us on Facebook at LandGrantHolyLand.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. So, without further ado, here's Ryan Day. Oh, just good to get everybody out there and start football again. Um, you know, it's all helmets today. You know, we were kind of on and off quick, and uh, it's more about effort. It's, it's about technique. It's about those kind of things. It's not about win or loser today, and there'll be time for that when the pads go on. But, uh, but no, it was just good to kind of throw the ball around a little bit and see guys moving around. Good-looking team. Did they respond? What mean? Oh, yeah, good practice, a lot of energy early on, and then we just got to sustain it day in and day out. Ryan, how do you um, balance having a physical camp while trying to avoid injuries as much as possible? I imagine as a head coach, that's got to be one of the most difficult you know, lines you kind of walk. Yeah, the number one that? thing I'd say is what you just said is right there is we've got to be tough. And we talk about it every day. We talked about it last night. We're going to talk about it every single day moving forward is we've got to be a tough team mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. We've got to be tough. But uh, you know, we've got to do everything we can to make sure guys are healthy. And uh, these guys nowadays are fast, they're, they're strong, they're powerful, explosive, violent, and that's the way the game is. So we have to be smart about that. We, we spend an inordinate amount of time figuring out what the right reps are. Uh, we really look hard at the, the experience of guys and figure out how many reps you really need to be game ready when we kick off uh, on the 31st. So guys who have a lot of experience, and there's guys who are kind of in the middle, developmental, and there's guys at ground zero. And so we look at each uh, each drill and figure out how many they need, and then once they get those many reps, and then it's time to get out. And looking at the offensive line, I know it's very early, but where are you at right now with the offensive line? Do you feel like – are you concerned? Or do you feel like it could be a strength for you guys? Just- yeah, I, I feel uh, as good as I've felt in the last couple of years in terms of our depth. we got you know seven or eight guys who could get in there right now and play. Um, and so they're, they're going to start battling once the pads go on. Now is kind of the time to get out there, figure out their, their techniques and, and their calls and the fundamentals and – their assignments, and then once the pads go on, we're going to find out who can block. But uh, when you look at it, there's guys with experience out there, um, you know, probably more than we've had in the past, and then um, and then some guys who you know were encouraged with some young guys. So uh, maybe we'll be playing depth as it goes on because if enough guys deserve the chance to play, then, then we'll roll guys at different positions like we did at receiver last year. I guess, Coach, in the offseason, there was a lot of talk about simplifying the scheme on defense. Now as camp opens, what's the mentality and the philosophy you want to enforce in the players? Uh, like we talked about, you know, we want guys who are playing hard and running the ball. Uh, we got to be uh, the toughest defense in, in the Big Ten, and we have to be the best uh, tackling defense in the Big Ten. So that was an emphasis last night. We talked with the defense, and, and we got a lot of experience on that side of the ball. Guys are into it. Um, this time of year, you're looking to develop chemistry and leadership. Uh, you're looking to develop an understanding and executing situational football as we get into preseason camp. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to how tough we are, and then it's going to come down to how well we tackle. Front row right, Austin. Brian, I know you 
Uh, don't want to talk about injuries much, and we only are re- reading too much into half an hour. But it looked like there was with the twos early on. Is he still? Is he fully ready to go? Or what? Yeah, everybody was out there that that we thought would be, and you know, some guys are in different points of their rehab. Uh, but we're, we're going to roll those guys up front, you know, and and, uh, and Stud's going to kind of just, especially the first few days, you know, some guys will get reps to the one, some guys will get reps to the two, some guys are on a pitch count in terms of volume control to make sure we can ease them back into practice. Um, so you know, so you'll see a lot of guys kind of running with the ones, running with the twos, and then as camp goes on, I think it'll be more solidified. Did you do? Uh, Urban used to talk about that getting the team back from Coach Marotti the night before camp. You keep that going. You still have that same tradition. What was that? Well, yeah, we had our champions uh, dinner last night, and uh, you know, Mick talked to the team for a long time, and you know that that's a that's kind of a a, a mark of the timeline right there of you know summer conditioning's done, and now it's time to go play football, and uh, always have that meeting the night before we get going. Uh, what those guys do and the time they spend here, waking up early in the morning all summer with with our team and the work that's been put in, uh, you know, it deserves recognition. And so we spent a lot of time on that last night, and uh, it was a great meeting. Control of it. It's your team now going to camp. Yeah, I mean, I, we talked about you know a lot. Talked about positives. Talked about negatives. Talked about things we need to work on, and uh, and it's exciting. It's it's a part of a new journey, and uh, we like we've talked about. We all have something to prove. You know, the coaching staff, the offense, the defense, special teams, and so uh, we got to be hungry. We got to be willing to fight every day. Ryan, last year at this time there was a lot of drama hanging over the program, not <laughs> non-football related. Um, can you just? Uh, Talk a little bit about what it's like to, you know, how this year is different and what it's like to have the focus be on football instead of other stuff swirling around. Well, I think this year is just more of a uh, typical preseason camp. Um, as we all know, last year was was atypical. That was a, a very unique situation that a lot of people pulled together and did a great job. Um, but this is more like like it normally is, you know, where – uh, we got a bunch of young guys. We're trying to figure out what's going on. Some some older guys trying to solidify themselves, and and now we're going to get ourselves into preseason camp and ready to go. But um, but yeah, I think this is more like the norm this year. Yeah, a, a follow up. Um, how often have you seen Urban since the beginning of the year? And like, what are the nature of your of your meetings with him? Do you talk about everything, or do you talk about? X yeah, we talk about everything. You, yeah, yeah, everything. Um, I don't know. I don't know what exactly the the regularity of it is, but uh, we talk a lot. And um, you know, he's like I said, he's been a resource for me and uh, for everybody here, and still involved. Uh, you know, in terms of being part of the university and everything he does there, and right across the street if we need advice, and especially just me being a head first time head coach and uh, unbelievable resource that way. He's been great. Uh, coach, real quick, what time did you arrive on campus this morning? Out of curiosity, <laughs> I think it was uh, just after six o'clock. Um, and do you feel like you have your systems installed offensively and defensively, or is that a process that has to play out as you set your depth chart and as you have off control? Um, I, I think schematically on offense, we're, we're probably a little ahead of the defense just because we've been together longer on our, st- our side of the ball. However, uh, we have a lot of guys who haven't played, so there's some inexperience there. Um, I would tell you if it was Thayer Mumford or K.J. Hill or Luke Farrell or, or J.K. Dobbins, one of the guys who've been around for a while, uh, yeah, much further ahead there. Um, but you know, if you're one of the quarterbacks or, or, uh, you know, you're Jonah Jackson or, or somebody like that, Garrett Wilson, though, you, we're just about where, where the defense is, which is, you know, about, I guess, six months into this thing. Um, but I feel good. I, I feel good about where we are schematically right now. And, and now we just got to put it on the field and kind of see what, 
what schemes best fit our personnel. Because sometimes you make assumptions, even coming out of the spring, it's more about individual development. And then in preseason, you really you know put your team together and kind of figure out where you are as a unit, as a team. And you make assumptions thinking you're going to be one way. And then as, as it goes along, you figure out that, uh, you know what, maybe we need to go down this road. And so that's that's what the next few weeks are all, all about. Last year, the quarterbacks didn't play to the standard Ohio State um, expects. What have you seen from Damon Arnett and Jeff Akuda in particular that, that uh, leads you to believe, I assume, that they're going to be uphold, uphold that standard? And how much does the new scheme uh, affect that? Well, I think you're looking at some guys there who are hungry, who um, <clears throat> you know have built a relationship with Jeff Halfley that believe in what he's teaching. Um, I, I see those guys had a great off season with Mick, uh, gotten stronger, gotten faster, gotten uh, quicker. Um, but it puts some time in really to, to really master the techniques that Jeff is teaching. And so, uh, you know, even today, just watching them out there, they're, they're in a good place. Um, I think they're really owning the technique and understand they have to play with technique. And so again, we'll, we'll see once the pad goes on, pads go on and the game start happening. But, uh, you know, I would, I would be disappointed if all three of those guys weren't really good this year. And, and you've been asked this a million times, but can you again just kind of give your assessment of the quarterbacks and, and what the situation is there? I mean, most people assume Justin's clearly going to be the guy, but it's a matter of time. What's what's how would you? It's the same that? thing. We just got off the field from day one, so it hasn't really changed since you know a couple of weeks ago when we talked about it. I mean, you know, guys are all going to get reps. We're going to roll guys early on, and then you know, based on how they play, we're going to kind of create a little bit of a depth chart and go from there. Ryan, you, you were asked about last year, but just how much do you draw from that opportunity that you had to be a head coach of a fall camp last year as you go into your second fall camp? Yeah, big time. Big time. Because now now this is the this is the first time since I've become head coach where this is the second time I've done something. So when we had the meeting last night, that was the second time we did that last year. Uh, first practice on the field, we did that last year. So that that's good to draw upon. You know, check your notes, some things you said, things you did, and and so, uh, so that, that that helps because again, it's not the first time doing it. So, uh, good day today, and we'll just keep building and, and check our notes as we go. How much of an advantage is that to now be at that point where you feel like, okay, I've done this before, and it's not all hitting you like you just knew? Yeah, um, I think yeah. In that again, very unique situation. There was a lot going on and a lot getting thrown at, thrown at me and, and the whole off, the whole offense and defensive staff. Um, and so we had to kind of manage it the best we could. But again. This year, it's more like it like it is, uh, which is you know you plan ahead, you you put the practice schedules together, you put the the training camp schedule together, you kind of organize that with a lot of thought ahead of time, and then you just go about uh, the business of executing it. Now that we're here. Hey Ryan, um, I know that you had some evaluations of the quarterbacks that you brought in this summer, um, but seeing Gunner out there for the first time in practice, what are your impressions of him? I know that quarterback depth is probably one of the top concerns on this team. Yeah. I just didn't know when you got him out there, saw him with your eyes, like what your initial impression I, I was impressed. I was impressed. I, I thought, um, you know, it's hard to know until you're really out there as a quarterback and see if play. And it was just in helmets today. But um, in a short period of time, I think he's, he's kind of picked up the offense pretty quick. Um, I think he can um, diagnose and see the field, kind of has a good feel for it. Um, so, uh, that was a positive. I thought he kind of moved the ball around pretty good today, made good decisions. Um, you know, and once he gets more reps under his bed, I think he'll get more and more comfortable and play with more confidence. I'm sorry, I, I know this just has to. Do you have a plan for how you want this to go in terms of naming a starting quarterback? Like, how many practices you is there like a 
idea in your head of how you want this to happen? No, no, because you just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you know, uh, once you practice, anything anything could come up. You know, a guy could step off the curb tomorrow. You know, so you don't know. So you have to get as many guys ready to roll as you can. You know, we want to get three quarterbacks ready to be able to play in a game because you just don't know what's going to happen. Crazy things happen. You know, you like to think that everyone's going to stay healthy. The, the reality of it is, you know, when you look at the numbers around the, the country, that doesn't happen. So you have to get people ready. And then as it goes and guys start to step up um, and declare themselves, you know, in certain positions, then we'll go from there. But but typically the first couple of weeks are, are more just competing, learning the offense, get to, you know, maximize yourself. And then the chemistry starts to build as you get into that third week. Second row right, Tony. Ryan, um, what's your philosophy on captains? How many are you looking for? When will that happen? <laughs> Yeah, we usually do that in preseason. Um, you know, we kind of, you know, get through the first week and then kind of, um, you know, let the let the players vote on it. Um, so we did last year, and and then based on how the voting comes out, then we'll try to decide. I mean, sometimes that you know, when there's really good leadership, you can find yourself with maybe four or five captains. Sometimes maybe one or two. Um, and so we'll kind of do the same thing this year. We'll let the team vote, kind of see what the votes, how they come in. You like to have a couple on offense, a couple on defense. Ideally, you'd like to have a couple guys up front and then a couple guys in the back end with the skill guys. I mean, that's that's the ideal situation. Uh, but we'll see how the vote comes through and then, and then we'll decide from there. You have the deciding vote? Yeah, so the coaches in the end, you know, I think once we get the numbers, we get down, we get together and we figure out, okay, here's here's what makes sense. And, and um, you know, the guys who get a lot of votes, you know, they're the ones that'll go in. And then if there's a gap in there, we just decide how many we want to go with from there. Yeah. And, and Mickey uh, is very much involved in that as well. You're good? Okay. Uh, second row right, Bill. Ryan, uh, you've talked a lot basically throughout the, the spring and summer about how much you all challenge JK. Um, and I think on social media you guys posted the guys who were Iron Buckeyes. He was one of them. Um, I'm just wondering what you think of the way he's responded to the challenges you've presented him so far. Uh, it seems to me like he's very um, serious right now. Um, I believe he lost 4% body fat, which is significant when you look at him because there's not a lot of that, you know, a lot of body fat on him. So that, that means he really worked hard this summer. Um, but it's it's yet to be seen. You know, we'll have to see how he does. Um, I'd like to sit here and tell you I know what it's going to look like. I don't until we start playing games. And uh, we talked about it last night in our, in our offensive meeting. We talked about how he's got to make, you know, three-yard runs, five-yard runs, four-yard runs, six-yard runs. And then before you know it, you start leaning on teams. You can come out the back end and the home runs will hit naturally. And so he's got to run with his pads down. He's got to run hard. But then the other guys in that room got to pick up the slack for him too. Master Teague, Demario, and then two young freshmen. They they got to step up and they got to bring depth there because he's not going to be able to do it all himself. It's a long season, and you know we play pretty fast, and so we're going to have a lot of snaps every year. And so it's it's about that room, and then JK is the leader of that room. I was going to get to that because as much as you've talked about how much you're going to have to rely on on, on JK, how how much of that is you don't quite know what there is behind him just yet. And well, it, it doesn't matter. Those guys are going to – they don't have a choice. Someone's going to have to step up. So we're not just going to put J.K. out there like that. So one of those guys has to step up. Now, who is it going to be? Who wants to get the reps? Who wants to be the, the guy who gets those backup reps? They'll be dependent on preseason. But someone's going to do it. Um, it's not like we're, we're going to just put J.K. out there because we don't have any depth there. I mean, we've recruited well. Those guys are very talented. They're good kids. So somebody will step up. Uh, third row, yeah, uh, number one, uh, Ryan, is the beard – is that a – Preseason camp beard, a playoffs or bus beard, or is it going to stay? Well, I had one going before Big Ten Media Day, but then I figured I was going to shave it for that. And then I said, you know, a preseason camp, I'm going to let it go maybe for a week or so, and then I'll, I'll get rid of it again. Yeah. As you sat out there and watched the quarterbacks today, do you feel 
a lot better about what you see than maybe you did two months ago? I mean, what's just your sense of the group? Quarterbacks, yeah, hard to tell after day one. I, I'd probably know better in the uh, middle of next week of kind of how much progress we've made. I think they do have a better understanding of the offense. I mean, they couldn't be any worse. I mean, they just got here, you know, so it's uh, it's a sprint. Uh, certainly Gunner just got here, so um, – the more every time he's doing something, it's for the first time. The good news is he has experience playing the game. At, you know when he was at Kentucky, so that part that part's good. He can draw upon something and say, "I've done this." Although we don't call it this, we you know it's the same thing with Justin when he was at Georgia last year. So these guys do have done some things, just not in this offense. Um, but we'll, we'll have a better idea next week, I think. And two of the quickies, uh, y'all are number five in the first major preseason poll. Think that's legit for this team? What what, what is it you sense about this team that? Uh, Replacing a lot of people, including the head coach. Yeah, people still. How legit is that to you? Well, I think there's obviously respect for the program, respect for the 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 talent that's been recruited here, and respect for the guys who played last year who are back here. Um, Respect for the coaching staff, respect for a lot of things. But uh, truth be told, we haven't done anything. Um, And like I said, we got to prove it. And what really matters is what it is at the end of the year. And and so we got to do it. You know, we got to prove that we're the best team in the country. And that's just we got to go about the business of doing every day. And the last thing, uh, Chase Young seems to be asserting himself even more leadership-wise and stuff. What have you seen over the last two years changes in him? It's a- he's, a, he's a very likable young man. He, um, you know, guys like him. He's got a great, you know, happy-go-lucky personality. But I, I see a little more seriousness now. I think he knows this is his time to really step up and be a leader. And, uh, you know, time goes fast. Talked to the freshman about that the other day. You know, seniors always say, man, this went fast. Well, I'm just telling you it's going to go fast. And I think he understands that is that this is a huge year for him. And every team that comes together, you only get one year as that team together. And then things change. People go on to the NFL. People graduate. Coaches leave, whatever it is. So this is our one chance in, in, in this year to go be special. And I think he realizes that, and uh, he's got to take advantage of it this year. Were, were you a captain in college? I was. What did that mean to you? Uh, being a captain is just the respect of your peers that you go with every day. It. It's one of those things you remember because, um, you know, what you think you are is one thing, but then when your peers, you know, vote you to be captain, then there's a certain respect and, and uh, it means a lot. You talked to Big Ten Media Days um, about the idea of you're going to have a green quarterback, especially for the first six weeks before yeah. that bye week. How does that realization sort of show up now? Is there something in how you practice, anything you said to the guys? I mean, you told it to us. It's obvious you're going to have a young quarterback. But what does that mean and how you guys approach things? Well, I just, I think everybody understands it. I think that, uh, you know, people have to pick up the slack around them. And, uh, you know, whether it's guys on defense, special teams, a run game, whatever it is, you know, I think they all understand what that means. And our plan to win is not changed here. And the first thing and the plan to win is play great defense. We have to play great defense. And playing great defense for the offense is understanding field position. The second thing uh, is no turnovers and understanding that we can't put the ball and give the ball to the defense. We can't turn the ball over. Um, and then it's scoring touchdowns in the red zone and then special teams. And so if we can hang on to those things right there as we allow the quarterback position room to grow, then we'll be okay. Uh, if we start to struggle in any of those areas, that's where we're going to run into issues. So play great defense, can't turn the ball over, and create turnovers. We have to score touchdowns, we're in the red zone, do a great job down there, and then we also got to play really good in special teams. And all the guy, all the work the guys put in in the offseason and the champions dinner and – gold, red, blue, and and iron Buckeyes and all the stuff, the way you reward them. When you get into preseason practice, how much does that stuff 
carry over? Do guys earn spots at the beginning of camp based on you kick butt in the off season and then the competition is on? How much does that, in your football evaluations now, how much do you consider every all the work they put in in the off season? Yeah, I mean, naturally, what ends up happening is the guys who are gold guys they just they find ways to be leaders, they find ways on the field, they they find ways to make an impact, and. But then also it goes to show you like we take care of those guys in certain areas. You know, like for instance, um, you know, when we go to the hotel next week, you know, the guys who are goal guys, you know, they'll actually have their keys. If, if they need to go do something, they can go and go, you know, to the drugstore if they need to get something or whatever it is. You know, we allow them to do those type of things. We, we treat the goal guys a little bit different because they're doing everything the right way. And so that carries over to the season as well. Um, and it's almost like a everyday thing is that if you're blue, red, or gold, you get treated a little bit differently. And and then that's why guys fight to get themselves into that gold position. And you get treated any a little bit differently in the battle for playing time? If, or yeah, Well, I, I think, you know, from from academics to off the field to uh, Coach Mick to, you know, the position coaches, when you're a gold guy, I mean, you're going to be front line. Now you have to go win. It's not going to guarantee anything. And, you know, it's like we say all the time, you know, when you run a race, everybody runs a race, but somebody wins the race and you got to win the race. You got to win a position. You got to win the, you got to win the game. And so, uh, yeah, sure. Those guys are, are treated like gold around here, but at the same time, you still have to play the game and you still have to win the position. Uh, third row right. Uh, Kyle, we got time for just a couple more folks. You, you kind of touched on this earlier, but in Chicago, you said ideally one of the quarterbacks would kind of separate and you'd have a starter then. Are you, are you and Mike kind of approaching this as like it's a two or three week competition? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think after the first week we'll kind of come up for air after the first scrimmage and say, okay, where are we? Is, is there that much of a gap right now? Uh, and then after the second week there'll be another scrimmage, and at that point you know we'll kind of get an idea where the where the gap is. And and if if it's not a big gap, then then we'll just keep it going. And the minute it separates, then that's that's when we go ahead and name it. But uh, you know, naming a starter right now, naming a starter in a week doesn't give you anything really. Um, you know, we want to make sure that guys are competing and we're getting everybody developed so that we have three quarterbacks ready to roll if we need to go play all three. Uh, Jerry, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Jerry gave us a tour of like the new stuff in the facility. Just in like this modern era of recruiting, just how important is it to kind of have among the best? Yeah, unbelievable. Right? Yeah, the, the new addition uh, is huge for us. It's really catapulting us in recruiting, which which is really important. You know, we say that we give you know and, and create an environment which was the, one of the best in the country in terms of taking care of a student athlete. You know, uh, on the field, off the field, like everything here, and then you know uh, emotionally and socially. And so, uh, something like that is huge. You know, guys can come in here, they can spend all day here, play arcade, shoot baskets, play on the golf simulator. They can recover on the cryo. Uh, they can go upstairs, watch a movie. You know, whatever it is, play pool. They can spend all day here, which is what we want. We want them to feel like this is their home. Uh, front row left. Steven, did you yeah, yeah, Coach, just following off what Doug was asking about the gold, the red, and the blue, the program has been put in place with Coach Meyer for seven years, eighth year now with yourself. Just He made it sound like blue was just your one step from being out the door type thing is kind of the way he portrayed it. Do you have many people at this stage after this program has been established so long that are in the blue category or well we actually put the the freshmen and the young guys anybody who's new to the program is is still in blue too so it's actually a bigger number than you think if you've been in the program for two or three years and you're still in the blue that is bad yeah you you should not be in blue if you're in year two or three Uh, something's gone wrong you should at least be we don't no we don't 
you know, most of those guys have moved into the red and, and then a bunch of them moved into gold. So are there any underclassmen who may potentially be in the gold that you want to point out? Uh, no, no, nobody, nobody offhand. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of young guys who are talented who, you know, they just have to prove themselves. It's like anything else. They're here and you just have to prove themselves on the field. they got to prove themselves off. And second, you, you keep talking about the fact that the other positions around the quarterback kind of have to step up while there's a learning process. How quick does that learning process have to be? Is there like a – a week where okay that learning process needs to pick up a little bit more no 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 it's it's every day it's every day we got to go and then it, it's not going to be done week one week two week three I mean you think about last year where Dwayne was I mean he was you know he threw some interceptions early in the season that really didn't matter because we were in some lopsided games you know he made a couple of decisions that weren't great and he learned from it you know um, he learned from games the year before when uh, we're playing Illinois and he just spits the ball up and they return it for a touchdown and then JT had to come back on the field. You know, those are all the lessons that need to be learned. In his situation, it kind of worked out great the way it all happened. But there are learning lessons. And the only way to learn is to fail. It's the only way to learn. Just like if you're riding a bike, you don't just get on a bike and start riding a bike. You know, you fall a few times, you figure it out, and then you learn to ride a bike. So, so that's going to kind of be the situation here too. And final question. Front row, Bill. Obviously, um, just intrigued with the quarterbacks. When, when, when you're watching a practice, how do you balance watching certain position groups and where were your, where were your eyes today the most? Yeah, I, you look at it from across the board. Um, you know, my eyes just naturally go to the quarterback just be, because it's a new position to kind of figure out and see what they're thinking before it happens. Because sometimes it's more about the process than it is the result. And, you know, guys can get away with a bad read and throw it in there and think they're okay, but they're not. And so they have to make sure their process is right. So, um, because it's a new group, Mike and I are on top of both, all of that uh, every snap. But but then also looking at it from the wider view to make sure, especially in the day without pads, guys are staying up and, and we're not getting anybody on the ground and getting them hurt. Coach, thank you very much. Thanks, guys.